Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are discussing Plus and Minus, the Taiwanese BL drama series, Episode 1, peeps. This episode opens with Fu having a dream that he is back in high school telling his best friend to hurry up and get to school because they need to go and they're they're late and his best friend is like well that's what I get for cleaning the toilet and he's just really hacked off it then opens with Fu waking up in the early morning getting about his day going in a very systematic fashion while his friend is just sleeping in you know kind of rolling over thinking about getting up in the next hour or so he then talks about how every year around his birthday, he keeps waking up with the same dream of a memory of him and Jing, who is his friend and roommate, and who's known him for over 20 years, having a birthday party at the school, drinking beer on the rooftop, having a cake, singing happy birthday, and then steering off because they got caught and they should have been up there by the security guard. When they get caught, Zing takes Fu and they hide in this old classroom. And he pulls Fu's head down into his chest and he gives him a minus keychain. He also says that he basically wants Fu to be with him forever. And then he kisses him full on the face. And Zing is drunk when he's doing this, so you really don't know if Zing really likes Fu, or if he's just drunk and being stupid, which happens sometimes. Yeah. But anyway, so Fu is having this memory play in his head as he's eating breakfast when he is 27 after all those years have passed. He's now rooming with Zing. They both work at the same law firm. They're basically, yeah, they've known each other for years. And Zing wakes up and goes, you could be loud. You don't have to be a ghost. And he flops down and then starts drinking <laughs> Fu's coffee. And Fu quietly grabs his coffee and pours Zing his coffee and flips the cups around and goes back to eating his breakfast. He also got Zing his breakfast. And Zing says, what's up with you? You're acting strange today. And Fu's just sitting there, not wanting to really talk about, well, I had a weird dream where, you know, you were kissing me in high school. And it's 10 years ago. Anyway, it's not really something you want to bring up over your, your karma macchiato, I'm just saying. So anyway, Fu's sitting there going, um, yeah. So he's eating his food. He's he's a very healthy eater. He's got lettuce on his plate. Um, his friend Zing is eating some kind of sandwich. Not nearly as healthy. But anyway, so Zing says, well, what do you want to do for your birthday this year? And Fu says, I don't want to do anything for my birthday this year. It's just a day. Can we, you know, go through this day? I think the main reason is Fu doesn't like the memory of basically unrequited love with Zing. Because he's like, I live with this person. I know this person far too well. A lot of times they aggravate the hell out of me, but I didn't guess. But I'm just saying. So he's sitting there going, you know, I really don't want to remember the day that Zing kissed me. And the more that we can just get through that day, yeah, the better. So anyway, as they keep going on in the storyline, you meet Jing's sister who brings Jing and Fu their lunches because his 
Zing's dad, you find out in episode two, runs a restaurant, and so he always prepares both of the boys' food. I'm calling them boys. I know that they're 27, but they're boys. Okay, yeah. If it's an unmarried guy, it doesn't really matter what the age is. I'm going, it's the boys. They don't have anyone to take care of them. They're the boys. So, anyway, yeah. So, well, they do have people to take care of them. Their sister, their dad. Everybody's making sure they're taken care of very well. But, eh, yeah, anyway, they're boys. So, anyway... Zing keeps trying to figure out what is bothering Fu, and Fu keeps grabbing his arm and holding him behind his back and telling Zing to be nice to his sister, who loves Fu and really acts like she doesn't like Zing. I kind of get it, though, because Fu is much more of a likable character than Zing, just to be completely honest. So they go to the law forum. Um, Zing decides to not do a case beyond a case because he would be representing the ex-husband of a woman who Fu is representing at the law firm and he does not want to fight against Fu. Because he says, the day that I fight against Fu is the day that I am beaten to death. And so he will not do that. So he cancels his um, job with the Mr. Qi, Qi, I don't know how to say it, Qi, I think. And they then go to go home, and Fu goes to pick up his laundry from Mr. Ling's. Mr. Ling also gives him Jing's laundry because Jing said, well, just hand it to Fu when he comes and picks up his laundry. And Fu's a little hacked by that. And he gives Mr. Ling a really nice um, cake for his daughter, Ling Ling. And he says, this is for your daughter. And he says, you know, um, I'm sorry it took me so long to get the clothes. It's been two months. And Mr. Ling says, it's okay. You know, you came and got them. I know you've been really busy. And he said, do you mind your friend Mr. Zing went down to the bar that's under my laundromat? Would you mind, if you're acquainted with them, asking them if they could please turn their volume a little lower on the music that they play? Because it's really loud. And I work basically really early in the morning and they play their music really late at night and it's not it's not going too well for me. And Fu says, of course, I can go do that. So he goes down to the bar to talk to Zing to tell him he needs to get his own laundry at 28. Yeah, that's a good thing, getting your own laundry. Yeah. So anyway, he's like, you need to get your own laundry and can, Amy, can you play some jazz? And this is the Amy from I Do Be Loved in House. She also did the music for this, which... I'm really upset I cannot find on YouTube. I have been looking. It's like, where is that music? Because it's really nice music. I would love to listen to it, but can't find it anywhere. <sighs> it's one of those goals of mine. A quest for May, as it were. But anyway, so Amy turns the music to jazz. Fu and Zing are sitting there having a, a drink. And Fu goes, or Zing goes to this table because there's this woman there sitting alone. And he's trying to flirt with her by telling her that if she tells him to leave, she will break his heart. I'm going, uh, it's kind of hard to break someone's heart if you've only been acquainted with a human for five minutes or less. I mean, no offense. Uh, anyway, so anyway, he gives her shots and then he ends up being crushed because Yuki, the bartender, who I'm not really I have mixed emotions about Yuki in into week six now we're in week seven of this series I want to like Yuki there's a part of me that's like there's some really 
interesting fe features of Yuki. I'm not talking about his looks at all because I don't understand why people go gaga over him in the show when he flicks his hair, when he, I don't know, when he puts his hand in his hair and pulls it up, it's like they go, oh, look at him. I'm going, he just grew out his bangs. It doesn't make him some... Anyway, I'm sorry. I find it rather strange, personally. But anyway, Yuki comes in and all the women go gaga because he's wearing tinted glasses and he's put his hand in his hair and is pulling up his overgrown bangs and just making them be dazzled. And I'm going, you know, people are easily amused in this world. So anyway, Yuki comes in. He, um breaks Zing's hearts because the woman goes and gets a picture with Yuki instead of staying with him. And then he comes over and he kind of, he, he comes over and he taps the, sh the arm of both Fu and Jing, which is kind of different. I think the one thing that I do really like about Yuki is how he approaches people with He's what we would call, where I grew up, an old soul. It's like he goes and he goes, I see you as a person. I'm going to touch you on your shoulder like your grandfather would. Not in a bad way, but in like a, hello, I care about you kind of way. And I'm like, that's kind of cool about Yuki. But anyway, there are some other things about Yuki that I'm like, not so cool. Not so cool at all. And I'm still out on the jury on whether he's going to be a likable character or if he's going to be a despicable character that I feel like they should, you know, not have in the show. We'll see after a few more episodes. But anyway, so Yuki comes in, Fu leaves to go home, and um, they find out that the dad has set both Fu and Jing on blind dates. Now, Jing is set on a blind date about once a year because his dad is worried that at 28, he might never get married, and oh goodness, whatever would happen to them. But um, he's now sitting Fu up on a blind date. And Fu is like, I didn't sign up for this. I'm not related to Zing. Why do I have to go on a blind date just because Zing has to? And he's like, I don't want to tell Zing's dad that I do not want to go on a blind date because I secretly care about his son. But I really, and even if he didn't care about his son, I don't think he would probably want to go on that blind date. But anyway, they go on the blind dates. The blind dates are an absolute dive bomb. The women want to talk about cake and traveling Europe or what kind of murder cases the two lawyers do. I'm going, they are several lawyers. Of course they wouldn't do murder cases. But anyway, um, so that goes really bad. So then Zing gets the idea that he's going to be pretending that he's an actor. He cannot speak English. I'm like, he's the only Taiwanese actor I've ever heard. I'm going... No offense to Max, but his English is really different. I'm like, where? He sounds like one of the Korean actors. No offense. I'm like, it sounds like he's like learned English from a valley girl. It's just kind of strange. But anyway, so he is going to be an actor and he is going to pretend in these blind dates. So he gets um, food to play along. And the first one, he acts like he doesn't leave home and just plays jigsaw puzzles and wants four kids which makes the woman leave running and screaming from the room. Um, then Fu pretends to be this despicable human being who wants to do immoral things with a woman. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but that made me almost lose it on the, on the couch. Because then they're going, Fu being despicable and immoral, I really can't imagine. It's just, yeah, I'm, I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> 
so anyway, I'm sorry, I had a laughing fit there. I was just thinking, foo, yeah, despicable and immoral. I really, I really can't imagine any of that with him. But anyway, that, that works to scare off the, the woman who runs, just picks herself up and heads out because with, well, with such an offer, how could she but refuse? So anyway, um, so that doesn't work out. And then Zing has one more date where he pretends that um, Fu comes over and pours water on him and says he's breaking up the relationship. And so the woman's like, you know what? Uh, you guys just figure your lives out. I'm going to go and uh, go get coffee somewhere else. Maybe HWC Roasters down the road. I don't know. But I'm just saying. So anyway, that didn't work out too well. But they didn't have to go on another date. So at the end of the day, they are um, done with those blind dates. And that's where this episode kind of ends. I do have to say, I really like Taiwanese drama. The main reason is, is the characters are extremely likable. They're, they're very good and open-hearted characters. I don't know if that's emblematic of Taiwanese drama in general or just the ones that I've seen, whether we're talking about the Rebeslev series with Fighting Mr. Second and Return of the Runner-Up, or whether we are talking about the, oh, I Do Be Loved in House, but they're very open-hearted people that are very considerate of others. Um, I was watching Craving You, let's see, that was a weird title, but interesting show and I think that the main thing I like about plus and minus is you have two very very dissimilar characters I mean Fu is like the polar opposite of Jing but they've lived together for or lived around each other or slash lived together for 20 plus years and as they grow and morph and change it doesn't alter their friendship i think it's going to be interesting to see as jing and fu come to realize that maybe they care about each other as possibly partners in the future i think that the one thing that i don't really like about the um the bl drama world right now is we have the same like with the bad buddy series of do you are you okay just being friends because I think that to say that you have to be friends or lovers or, you know, one of the two, I don't think it's really, it's not really a mixture of the two, or how to say it? it's not really, you have to choose between the two. Because I think some of the couples that I've met in my life who have had the longest and probably the best relationships, they were, of course, crazy about each other, but they also were really, really good friends. Now, I'm not saying that everyone should rush out and marry their best friend, because that would lead to utter disaster for a lot of people. But I'm just saying that I think that it's interesting to see two people who've known each other for as long as Zing and Fu have, who come to realize that maybe, just maybe, their relationship should morph and change again. And I think it's going to be kind of, kind of, it's going to be elongated as most Thai dramas are. This one's 15 episodes. We're on week seven now, peeps. I'm going to light a candle on the cake and go, yay, we are halfway there. Yay. Not quite. Okay. We're close. Okay. To next week, it will be the eighth. So we will be over the halfway mark. But anyway, 
So I am going to do a review of each episode for this series. It's just taken me a little while to get these up because college exams were, yeah, they were, they were. I'm never doing apps class one with three or two other classes at the same time. That was not a smart decision, but now I know. I mean, I think part of the life's, life's, life stuff is to figure out what does not work. And I know that for me, three classes in a semester, especially when one of those is apps, applications one, is not for me. So I think that's that's a good thing. It's good to know your strengths and your weaknesses. I think oftentimes it's your weaknesses that it's best to know because your strengths, well, they're obvious. Your weaknesses excel, excel. I do not like excel, but now I know how to use excel. So there you go. But that is my review of Plus and Minus Episode 1. I would highly recommend this series. I will say Episode 1 is not my favorite of the series so far. In fact, it's kind of a little hokey and corny in parts because I don't mean it weird. Taiwanese dramas, they're really fond of sound effects. I don't, I don't know why. It's just one of those things. But they love doing sound effects in the dramas. This drama has a lot of sound effects in episode one, but I still say that even if you are thinking, oh, this is kind of stupid, I think I'll just turn off this series, I would stick with it because I think you will be liking it by the time you're in episode two, three, and four. You could also watch this series with kids. It's not something you have to skip anything. Now, there is a scene in, I think it's episode four or five regarding Yuki and Mr. Ling, which you might not want to have to explain to the kiddos, but also I think that I don't skip certain things with the kiddos because I think it's a very good teachable moment. I mean, some of my best teachable moments with the kiddos have been with things which most people would go, oh, are you really going to watch that with the kids? And I'm like, yes, because we need to talk about certain things. We need to talk about X and Y and Z and why maybe X and Y and Z is not the best of decisions in certain circumstances. And so I don't know if you parent that way, those of you who have kiddos and watch BL drama with them, but I think that it doesn't need to be fast forwarded through and can lead to some very good moments on maybe why drinking alcohol if you are not accustomed to it is a bad idea in certain instances. I'm just saying. So anyway, overall, I would give this drama an 8 out of 10 so far. I would give it a 10 out of 10, but I'm really uncertain of what they're going to be doing with the Yuki character. I think he's the one that... Uh, I kind of have the same drawback to him that his his character, his partner character in the series is having right now, because like, where is your head at really? Because I think that is the main thing with you. It's like you don't really know where that character stands. I think that in the next year episodes, it's going to be very clear. Um, at this point, I'm kind of thinking with his character, he he did not have a dad growing up, and he really likes his um, possible partner, who hasn't said that he would date him yet, because um, he is a good dad, and he is steady, even though that character's going, why on earth does this guy want to date me when he could have all these screaming, adoring fans to date? But I think that screaming, adoring fans are not nearly as likable as dependable fellow characters. So anyway, I'm just saying. But that is my review of Plus and Minus Episode 1. Check it at the round table. Bye! Hi, this is Anna.
and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are discussing how you can connect with us on social media, and also how you can support us. We are reachable at this lovely podcast on various platforms. We also have several YouTube channels: the Hand Network, Check It Round Table, and also the Asian Drama Club. I will drop the links in the description so you can check those out. You can also reach us online at our website. That's onacar.com. That's O-N-N-A-C-A-R-R.com. You can support us through either PayPal or Venmo. Our PayPal email address is roses r o s e s out of the snow o u t o f s n o w at gmail dot com, and you can support us also on Venmo. the The connection for that is at on a car, and that's uppercase O and uppercase C, and it's O N N A C A R R. The last four to verify are one one four three. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye.